You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Football fans, welcome to Morning Footy. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. We're so happy you're starting your week off with us. I'm Susanna Collins alongside Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, and Alexis Guerreros are back at the desk. We've got Allie in for some headlines. Hi, guys. Hello. Missed ya. Alexis, how was L.A.? Oh, it was not as warm as I thought it would be. Why do I still got to wear a jacket? Yeah. But it was fun. Great was fun. time. Good time. Was that the, the game. game? Yeah. Oh, my God. What, a, what an atmosphere. 32-52, do it like no one else. Unbelievable. I'm not saying they're the best. I don't want the messages. I'm just saying <laughs> no one does it like they do. They are. It's incredible. So they're the best. Is what uh, I'm not saying. <laughs> How are no the flares? No one does it like them. Huh? How are the flares? Uh, I think missed. Uh, maybe the rest of the league needs to catch up. If they're Everyone allowed, should if, be allowed if, to. If they're allowed to. Everyone should be allowed to have flares. They stink, but what are you going to do? <laughs> nice. <laughs> they smelled sulfur. It's well, terrible yeah. No, it is. It's not, not pleasant. Yeah. Um, let's chat some of the big results of the weekend, shall we? Uh, let's start in the Premier League. Manchester City taking on Tottenham. And this one, if you were not entertained by this match, then wow. there is something wrong with you because this one was back and forth. Uh, San scored two goals for both teams in a matter of, like, Three minutes at the start of this game. So that's how it started, uh, and it just got crazier um, after that. So a back-and-forth affair. Let's take a look at some of the goals. This is the goal. That you thought was the game winner. That you thought was the game winner. And Holland, he didn't get on the, the score sheet, but with that assist, you know, he's just finding ways to make an impact. He, he should have banged one in this one. Uh, he had a couple of great opportunities, but good to see Jack Grealish get on the score sheet, hits the back of the net, and I, I think we... We were all pretty convinced that this would be the end of it. Look at this, Sully, though. Right to the camera. He knows where to go. Absolutely incredible. Attaboy. Okay. But it's time to dunk. (gasps) Oh, my. Are you kidding me? Absolutely posterizing. Kulisevsky has scored every time he's played at the Etihad. That's three times he's played there and scored. Incredible. It's a great cross from Brendan Johnson. But look how he posterizes Ake because he's caught flat-footed. And then the celebration was the little LeBron James 
Look at that. Do you uh, remember uh, mm-hmm. Vince Carter dunking over Frank Weiss, like literally over his head? Yeah. That was that in, in, in soccer. That was insane. Nathan Aki was twisting in midair. It looked like GTA. Yeah, you don't expect it from, from Dan Kulusevski, who's having a, a great season, as opposed to, like, they weren't getting the best out of Dan Kulusevski last season. The Spurs wasn't really getting the best out of their wingers at all last season, and now they've transformed. Dan Kulusevski looks great, and considering all the injuries, mm-hmm. what a game no, by Spurs. No, this was a huge, huge, a huge result for, for Spurs. For City, though, this is their third consecutive draw in the Premier League, um, which is interesting because Arsenal now are sitting on top of the, the standing. Mm-hmm. City's right there. I think Liverpool is just a, a point behind him. Uh, this, is, this could be proved to be important. These could be important points lost at the, at the end of this season. Are you, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's concerned about City, but when was the last time we've kind of saw a string of results like this where they weren't able to get it over the line? I, I don't remember uh, a string like this and also given up three goals. It's very unlike Manchester City. They've been giving up a lot of goals in the last couple of games. Um, the, the first goal from Son, it, it, off the counter. They have a corner. City has a corner kick. Boom, it goes down the other end. Bang, goal. And then the, the second goal that they gave up, Ben Davies reads the play and jumps it, heads it right to, um, I believe it was, I think it was Basuma maybe. Um, and then, oh, yeah, the and anticipation is incredible. To Son, and then and Sonny gives it to Lachelso, and Lachelso bangs one. This elevates Tottenham. I think they gained a lot of respect because everyone knew they were good, but to go to the Etihad and get a result in the way that they did. Well, for three losses in a row as well. Well, I look at it as you have a ton of injuries and yes. major injuries, but to adjust, I think that this. This is what the manager brings to the table of getting a team to buy into that spirit, getting them to understand how to get results against the city on the road, not to give up. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, it was so impressive. Yeah, data points are suggesting that this is like the new, that the Premier League has turned an error from being such an overwhelmingly defensive league that, you know, obviously leading the line, Tottenham is showing just how important it is to continue in attacking. We saw when they were down to nine, they kept the high line. You know, Postacoglu said, this is who we are. This is how we're going to play. This is just, this is exactly what it is. We're going to continue to do this and continuing the overload. And for Manchester City, you've, they had 12, um, they regained possession in their own half 12 times. Um, in the opponent's half, I should say, 12 times. They, they constantly show that they're going to continue the press. They're going to continue to, to go for it. Uh, four of those were, became chances. It's, it's important to continuously push forward. If both teams are doing it, you're always going to have opportunities to get scored on. You're going to have opportunities for transition. And it just goes to show, it was like, this was like a, uh, one of those boxing matches where both fighters are like, all right, let's stop defending. Let's just go for it. Let's just wail on each other. And this 100%. ends up being one of the most exciting games that I've seen in a while. I enjoy this type of football. City and I hope more of this and more less of like entrenched defenders. City should have ended this game in the first well, half. How many yeah. posts can you hit? Yeah. I mean, Alvarez, Doku. They should have been able to be and a little bit more clinical. The big miss just, from Holland. Uh, so... In, in that vein, similarly against Liverpool, they should have ended that game. They had the opportunity. They, they were dictating, and they should have iced it. Mm-hmm. And that's what City hasn't been showing these last couple of games. That being said, should we be worried? Is it panic stations for City? I don't think so. They have so much experience. But what I am, what, what I am, no. No, but you know what? But what I'm seeing in, in the press, it's like this isn't the same City as last season. This It's like... We've got a long way to go. Yeah. And City hits when everybody else is dropping in gears come 
March. Here comes KDB. Yeah. Sure. As soon as KDB gets back, we're not course. even having these conversations. Well, and they also they could have had a, a very good opportunity to win this game at the end. Uh, there was some controversy, mm. and Manchester City are probably feeling a little hard done by after this. So this is in stoppage time. There's a breakaway for Grealish, but they the tell me how that makes sense. Advantage. So, <laughs> it really doesn't. Look, Holland is really. is fouled there. The referee seems to signal for the foul. The referee, no, Hooper, no. He, hold he on, he signals. On. He signals for the foul at first, then gives the <laughs> gives the advantage, <laughs> then blows the whistle. It's so confusing. I mean, this says it all. Literally, Erling Holland. WTF. Look at that man's face. I mean, he's, he's terrifying anyway. Is and he, then if you piss hair? him off, good Lord. <laughs> Looks like he pulled his hair out. But it's, it's unbelievable. It, it, it's it's inexcusable, really, yeah. for, the, for these types of mistakes. And my dad tweeted out something that I, I retweeted it because I thought it was genius. He goes, are we going to put the refs in Simbin for that? Oh, right? They want to they, they, they change the game so much, IFAB, but we're at a point where refereeing is so questionable at this point. How, how do you make that type of mistake? It's inexcusable. It's the back and forth. If, you, if, the, if the players haven't heard the whistle, they're going to play on. Now mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have a one-on-one with the keeper, and then you blow the whistle? Yeah. That's... That, is, that is the referee changing the result of the match, potentially, obviously, because we don't know if the ball would have gone in. But high value, you know, expect it would. It's crazy. Yeah. At the end of the day, they split the points, and uh, Arsenal remain on top. Yeah, so thank you, referee. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, referee Hooper. Well done. All right, uh, let's transition over to the Bundesliga. Bayer Leverkusen taking on Borussia Dortmund. Leverkusen unbeaten across all comps heading into this one. Would that trend continue against Dortmund, which we spoke about as being a very big test for Leverkusen? So this is the game that... I saw, it was at the same time as the City. I had City on, on a different, on an iPad while I was locked in here. This moment, so early on, it was Bayer Leverkusen unorganized for a split second. Mm-hmm. Dortmund weren't that great throughout the entire game. I would say nope. from here on, m- moving forward, Who it's knows? like Dortmund was trying to hang yeah. on. They dropped ev- every moment, they dropped deeper and deeper. Bayer was dictating. They held attacking momentum, and they finally got their goal. Shit comes on, and, and within seconds, he's the one that provides the assist. Bayer Leverkusen really should have got more out of this game, but considering it's, an, it's, a, it's a Champions League-level opponent, a point is decent enough. Mm. You stay undefeated. Undefeated. Um, n- nonetheless, Bayer Leverkusen, I, I think... Were, were better. They they should have gotten more out of this game. They, no, no, they, they were fine. They, 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 they were they were much better than they Dortmund. Had, they had 656 passes, 87 percent of those passes completed. But the the stat that stands out for people, and and for me, this is how I know how the game is go- going. 16 corners mm. for Leverkusen to one mm. for Dortmund. 16 wow. to one. Yeah. When's the last time you've seen a team have 16 corners, the other team one, and have it be one one? Yeah. That tells you how dominant Leverkusen were, but they weren't clinical. They, they weren't clinical, and, and for example, Grimaldo, who's the second highest goal scorer on Bayer Leverkusen, their left back, their left wing back, didn't have his best game. Uh, and, and there were moments where it was like, edge of the box, he takes a shot, and you know, he, 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 he'll pull up, and we've seen him he's score got, so got many dippers. type of goals. So it was just, the final pass was just not there. Nonetheless, like I, I don't know, are you if you're Leverkusen, are you walking away 
happy. Kind of, because they've only dropped results. points to two teams. Bayern, Bayern Munich, yeah, and, Bayern Munich Dortmund. And, and Dortmund. Yeah. So if you're wondering where is your level, last season would you have suggested that Bayer Leverkusen were at the level of a Bayern Munich? But no, they, they don't want to compare to last season. Look, as far as progress, what, where level are you at? You're no, happy no. walking away knowing you, you, didn't, no. you didn't lose. I, I, I just, you, That's complacency. You go, you, yeah, you come into the locker room and you're disappointed. You're of not course. happy. Of but, course. But worst case scenario, you got a point. For Dortmund who didn't play well, you only had six shots, two of them on target, you got absolutely outplayed, but you were resilient to get a point on the road. So you look at that and say, hey, let's be happy. We came away with the result. Mm. But for, for Leverkusen, you're sitting there like, mm-hmm. we, this is a game we have to get three points. We're at home, we dominated. Yeah, we were unlucky, but we have to come away with three points. They remain unbeaten. They remain on top of the table in the Bundesliga. And their goal scorer, Victor Boniface, I don't know if you saw this at the game, but his oh, grandmother was in attendance. And this was just precious. Look how happy and proud. I want to see her do pride. the bony face celebration. <laughs> she is adorable. Oh, I love it. Oh, love awesome. it. Love it. Such a cool moment. All right, guys, we are going to take a quick break. Allie is going to be back with some headlines when we come back. Stick around, everyone. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Let's take a look at how we fared in our weekend footy wagers. And, uh, yeah, the answer is hmm. not great. Not great. All of us losers except for Alexis. Let's go. I know. So can you can you explain? Your your bet got pushed. Yeah. Because the Bayern match was, was it postponed because of weather? Yes, it is postponed. Apparently 17 inches of snow fell, uh, which was the most uh, in a few years. It broke some record. What was the excess? Uh, the the expected snow. <laughs> yeah. I think it was 15 before. Wow. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Winter Wonderland. Um, so, <laughs> for some reason, the Germans decided not to play the game, uh, which means I didn't get to win my bet, but I did get a push because my other, the other part of my bet was correct. So, you just get the money back. I just get my money back. Okay. The casino says, here you go. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. Yeah, keep the free drink. <laughs> well, congrats. Here's your money back. Congrats. <laughs> Happy for you. Uh, Nico, mm. where did it all go wrong? On you? Saturday. I was watching, I was watching the other game. What other game did I have in my parlay? I forget at this point. One of your, I was had one in common with you guys. Um, Oh, Arsenal. I was, I was watching Arsenal. That's what it was. I was okay. watching Arsenal at the same time. So Adana Demirspor, who sits like fourth in Turkish Super League, we all know was that. playing Samsunspor. Uh, Adana Demirspor is Patrick Kluivert's team, by the way. Mm. Um, and I was like, all right, they got to get this done. I was watching Arsenal. I had completely forgot about Adana Demirspor. And then my, uh, one of my, my betting experts is like, I'm done giving you tips. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, did Arsenal concede? And he goes, no, Adana Demirspor is Got losing. It. I was like, oh. <laughs> Got it. No, bro, they didn't, you couldn't even find Adana Demirspor against Samsung Sport on TV in the US. No one's broadcasting. And I'm like desperately trying to find this feed. Like, come on, Adana Demirspor. <laughs> Nico told me too that he spends the most time preparing for the betting segments than any other segment on which this is, show. Which is funny every time he loses. <laughs> I, I, I can't make up my mind. I swear to God that the, the net time spent prepping for this show. I'm sorry. The betting segment. I've easily I mean, we all stink. Let's hours. be honest. It's, oh, Charlie, you and I, uh, the same game did us in. You know, I knew we were doomed. <laughs> Saturday, feel, feeling good. At three games, right? I picked Brentford at home to beat Luton. Great. Okay, Great. easy. I picked when, Everton. When Everton won, I to was win like, oh, Charlie, at Nottingham Forest, which was a, hit. That I said, was. I thought that was your reach. I, and I was That's like, what I thought. This, yeah. this is great. And then Jen <laughs> said, "How dare, dare you? you?" Oh, she. Our was, producer she was Jen angry. Calhoun, big, uh, big, big Bournemouth fan, and I knew it. That was it. That was I, a curse. You know what? The jinx was in. I felt the same because the so my first match was the Juve Monza one, mm -hmm. and that was on Friday, and it, that was a wild one too because. Monza went up and then Juve <laughs> got like a goal. That goal, was crazy. Goal. And I was like, and that was the game that I was nervous about. So I was like, yeah. you're like, I'm yeah. pretty good. All right, let's go. And then MLS playoffs, we had the Hell is Real Derby. Over two and a half goals. Score, right? Oh, no, over two no, and a half. Oh, no, it was, I had both teams to score. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so I was feeling great. And I just thought, I mean, Villa was rolling, scoring lots of goals. I figured. Yeah, damn. normal, right? They were one offside goal from, from Bour us hitting. Bournemouth have been. That's below average. I, I think I think Bournemouth has bit us in the behind previous in a previous yes, week. We have. Was it you? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I had the same feeling, Chuck. I was like, I maybe maybe it's because we're going against Jen that this just doesn't feel. Yeah, never again, Jen. Right, I know. Okay? We'll never, never do you dirty. What like about that. Jimmy? I'm catching up, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy taking another yes. L. Uh huh. Jimmy. So Jimmy Jimmy's bet was both of the the MLS. Conference finals to be under two and a half. Was that what it was? Yeah, and the crew said, um, think again, Jimmy. Woo, that was the, that was right there. Oh. That was it. Oh. Unfortunate. Oh, unfortunately for Jimmy Conrad, he takes an L right there. Jimmy. That's rough. That's rough. All right, wow. so here's the Nico, you're in the red. For Welcome. the first time this season, thanks, guys. Welcome to hell. Yeah, damn Turkish super league. Yeah. Welcome to Charlie's house. <laughs> Welcome to the pit. <laughs> oh, God, it hurts. It hurts to look at. The fiery depths of I, hell. I was so close to being in the money. How many times have you, you said that? No. In the last, no, but what was your, your last odds two were betting crazy. Areas. 
Chuck, how, are what you was kidding your, me? What was your payout? I, I was, was there. Was it four hundred bucks? It. What was your payout? Yeah, like three sixty. It was, it was a decent payout. Every time I see that, I'm like, Charlie, what are you doing, dog? After after Saturday night, you didn't think I had it in the bag? No. No, not no. in the bag. Not in the in the bag is just a lot. You were there. You were close. I was, I was I actually was going to be really like, how there. is Aston Villa going to mess this up for, for Charlie? Unai Emery had to bench Musa Diaby. That was the problem right there when there I saw him go. on the bench. Like, there you go. This there is there you go. <laughs> Get it out. Um, all right. Let's send it on over to Allie Prost-Martin for today's headlines. Thanks, Good morning, Sarah. Allie. Good morning. How was your Everybody? weekend? Much better than I didn't have to bet, uh -huh, apparently. That's right. Everyone else. Tough, I like, tough I like time. the holiday vibe. You got I know. I'm very much. I, I might as well have been at the Nutcracker wherever you were. This I feel weekend. like you're going to spray a cologne. At <laughs> it me is at, December. At Macy's. No, don't. Uh, no, that's do a good that. thing. You know they dress it holiday no, vibe. Don't, don't do that. that. I'm not. That's not <laughs> a disrespect. That's my second that. job. That's where my you, That's not disrespectful. Don't do that. That's not disrespectful. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's start with the headlines and see if I can get through it. Uh, we start in Spain, where FC Barcelona has confirmed the arrival of a player who could help its attacking struggles. Brazilian club Atletico Paranaense confirmed Saturday that 18-year-old sensation Vitor Roque will join the reigning La Liga champs at the start of the new year. It was an emotional farewell for Roque, who played in his final match for Atletico last night in a 3-0 win over Santos. Roque secured a $44 million transfer to Barcelona back in July, and he was originally scheduled to join the Catalans next summer, but Barcelona has sped up the timetable. In women's soccer news, the Jamaica women's national team's protest against the Jamaican Football Federation has led to the team missing out on the inaugural CONCACAF Women's Gold Cup. Jamaica's first team players, including star forward Bunny Shaw, continued the boycott that they began in October, citing payment and other issues. The result of this was a patchwork Jamaica squad that managed just one point from four W Gold Cup qualifying matches capped by last night's 1-1 draw with Guatemala. Jamaica has not won a match since the Summer's World Cup, a run of eight matches without a win. In England, Arsenal will face off with Liverpool in the headlining match of the FA Cup third round. The draw for the third round took place yesterday, and the Gunners and Reds will meet the weekend of January 6th and 7th. Arsenal have won each of the last three FA Cup meetings versus Liverpool. Reigning champion Manchester City, meanwhile, will host championship side Huddersfield Town. Staying in England, Sheffield United are set to sack Paul Heckingbottom after their 5-0 defeat to Burnley. According to multiple reports, ex-Sheffield United manager Chris Wilder is set to be Heckingbottom's replacement. Wilder was in charge of the Blades from 2016 to 2021, leading Sheffield United into the Premier League in 2018-2019 from the championship, then finishing ninth in his first Premier League season. Sheffield United currently sit dead last in the Premier League, winless in their last three matches. In more Premier League news, Newcastle's injury woes continue with Nick Pope. As reports say, the goalkeeper is out for months after suffering a dislocated shoulder in Newcastle's 1-0 win over Manchester United. The Magpies were already missing Sven Botman, Dan Byrne, Sean Longstaff, and Callum Wilson. Two injuries while also missing Sandra Tonali, who's suspended for the season for illegal gambling. Alexis, there are some goalkeepers out in the market. De Gea? who is a free agent. We know the uh, Carries experiment didn't work during the Carabao Cup final last season. Should Newcastle go for it with a keeper? I mean, why not? You know, De Gea, I think, proves to be a, a pretty good goalkeeper, especially in the Premier League. He knows the competition you're up against. Um, also, uh, all signs point to April 20th being an exciting match when Newcastle goes back, to, if he's still the uh, starting keeper, when they go to Old Trafford. 
that's five weeks before the end of the season Oof. could be an important match for Manchester United. And how perfect would it be in Manchester United's season if the reason they don't get into whatever it is, a top four, top five, or a new European spot, whatever it is they're fighting for at the time, maybe relegation. Uh, probably not, obviously. But whatever it is at that point, if they're stopped by De Gea, the keeper that they dropped or they didn't re-sign so that they could bring in Onana, that would be huge. He loves these storylines. I love it, dude. Whoever's scripting this season is doing incredible. Oh, I didn't tell you guys. When I was in uh, Los Angeles, I actually signed with a new manager, which is pretty cool. As a comedian, you want a manager, especially someone who can help you take your comedy Elevate, career yeah. to the next level. And who's better at creating great comedy? I signed with Eric Ten Hag. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my God. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> I thought he was going to give us something real. No, I knew it was going somewhere. I knew it was, I knew it was going somewhere there. I was like, oh, yeah. oh he's, he's about to tell us, drop some news. I did, I'm, I'm interested to see Who where the hell. Who creates more comedy than Eric Ten Hag? <laughs> yeah, it's, comedy manager. It's, not, it's not good. I, uh, I'm interested to see where the hell lands because he's a quality goalkeeper. Are you that's surprised that age. he is still just sitting and, at home? I'm surprised like, waiting for the phone. MLS? He's only 33. What about he's MLS? 33. That's young for a goalkeeper. No, he's he's still got enough talent to stay in Europe and compete. Like, oh, yeah, you, sure. you can have talent to go to MLS. Yeah, what yeah. Do you mean? Uh, Get out of here. Mad disrespect. Yeah. No. Nah, stop. Stop. Wow. Him oh, so um, Messi's got no. You're, you're the one who said that. Yeah. You're telling me he. He, he couldn't be an MLS? Of course he could. He's really, really good. And he should be, then. He could also still be in Europe. Yeah, he could. So yeah. can, but so he's not. So can other MLS it's, players be in Europe. Yeah. But, but also, MLS. for no one to even <laughs> consider signing it, for him to be without a club at all. That's what, that's what I a find strange. Uh, so, like, Allison is out for Liverpool right now. And we saw Kelher's a... Uh-uh. That he's, ain't it. Yeah. That ain't it. Like, I, it is... It is Crucial to He's have. He's not a point-winning uh, goalkeeper. <laughs> no. De Gea would not go to Liverpool. I don't think. Well, no. I don't think he would. But I'm just saying, it's just interesting because that is he's he is a good keeper. Newcastle's not about chat. Look, you got Dubrovka and you have Loris Karius as your second and third string goalkeeper. You don't want to on, touch that Karius. On, on Newcastle. I think De Gea no. just saw Isco and was like, he chilled for a while, six months without a club. You know, right. probably spent some time with some family and then came back. Balling. and He's been balling. He's been balling. So it's probably. Probably feels good just to relax and be with the family. I'm picking then, up the phone. Ring, how ring. much? How much? Ring, ring. Hello? How much? <laughs> Hello, this is Messi. I'm next to the hair. Oh, that bit will never get old. All right. Nope. We're going to take a break. We're going to chat uh, some MLS conference finals when we return. Stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As the smoke clears, only one of the captains will have a date next week. This ball swung it, save, and the rebound is buried home. LAFC, the Western Conference champion. With a spot in MLS Cup on the line. FC Cincinnati and the Columbus Group. Russell, Ramirez, oh, touch it to Russell, and it's so good! The crew have been saved! Molino, back post, Kucha, and then Ramirez has done it! Welcome back. Well, this Saturday, the MLS Cup final between the Columbus crew and reigning champs LAFC will happen at Lower.com Field. It is going to be a fun one in Columbus, 4 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that match on Apple TV Plus. Uh, Ooh, I know. Look, look at the I graphic. Know. Two teams. It's not Cucho. Look at it's that. It's Dean That's a friend of the show, by the okay, way. Darling Thank you too. very much. They also look and, like they're on the uh, same team casual killing they do the <laughs> uniforms are quite similar you know columbus going yellow for this one. oh yeah that's gonna be big similar color scheme yeah this is going to be a good one but let's chat about how these uh two teams got here shall we we're going to start with the eastern conference final fc cincinnati hosting the columbus crew at tql stadium and this it started very well for cincinnati they go up two goals at home, and you think that they're probably feeling pretty good because uh, it took a while for Columbus to play themselves into this one. But here's how it started. Vasquez took this goal well. Oh, he um, did. And you see Farsi gives the ball away. Just direct. Rupenza, Vasquez, back of the net. And that's the way to start in the playoffs at home and then <gasps> from the training obviously the MVP Lucho but was it a foul but was it I don't know ball don't lie <laughs> ball don't lie I told you <laughs> and then oh, you just goodness. see Cincinnati they, they start to lose steam huge right? they, save for Nick Schulte they, they were just kind of hanging on Schulte came up big a couple times but Columbus crew, they dominated possession, and they had mm-hmm. to wait. They had to be smart. Will Fernandzi made some adjustments. Substitutions came in to make a big difference. A huge for the difference. Crew. One of those big Christian, lucky bounce there. Christian Ramirez coming in in the 65th minute. He was the hero in last game, and he does it again. Check. I love this interplay. This goal, to me, mm. was so beautiful. It's that self- selflessness, right? That's then, what I'm looking for. And then Cucho, Cucho to Christian. And there it is again. Just laying it off to Christian Ramirez, who once again finds himself in the right place inside the box. The luxury to bring off Kevin Molino from the bench mm-hmm. and be that difference maker. Um, remember when you asked about Cincinnati and the experience at US Open Cup, mm-hmm. having a lead and not letting it go? Yeah. It feels like it was very difficult for them to see this game out, especially under adversity. When that first goal came, and you said, yeah, a lucky bounce, but you create your own luck. Yeah, of course. And, and, and Columbus, one of those guys. with Wilfred Nancy, they created it. They, they, they put Cincinnati mm-hmm. in the pressure, and you felt like you just needed one to fall, and the, moment, the momentum shifted completely, and Columbus like, pressed on, and terrible. they were resilient. And then once it was an extra time, Cincinnati was 
They were gassed. Gassed. Done. And I felt bad for Cincinnati because I learned this lesson in the first seven Fast and the Furious. You never hit the nitrous oxide, oxide button too, too early in the race. <laughs> you burn out. You got to save some. You made it faster than Furious. Uh huh. You got to save some in the nitrous tank. nitrous oxide. Yo, the Nas button, dog. You got to save some in the tank for the essence. Why don't you FedEx <laughs> the, all the Fast and the Furious one to Fast 7 to Pat Noonan? Yeah, Pat, you got time now. You so, ain't in the Final. No Matt Miazga was <laughs> no a big, big miss. You're sitting back trying to protect this two-goal lead. And Does Ramirez get those chances on goal if Miazga's there? I mean, it's hard to say, but I think they're better, they have a better chance of being resilient and not conceding some of those goals with Miazga there. He, he's, he's their best defender. I just... Yeah. I, 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 I want to go back to something you guys were talking about earlier, though. It's like you were saying, like, the luxury of having Kevin Molino to, to come off the bench, the luxury of having a, a Christian Ramirez, a Julian Gressel. Like, when I'm looking at the depth of the teams, I'm looking at Columbus, and I'm just like, Wilfred Nancy did a wonderful job with his substitutes, but you, you have this plethora of talent sitting mm-hmm. on your bench that you can draw on, and it just feels like Columbus... They're a deeper team. They were they were able to they were able to find a way to to come back, but because of the substitutions that Wilfred Nancy made and reading that game correctly, um, I just it, I think you have to give credit for him to him for utilizing his players that way, knowing knowing when to bring them on, but also having those options. Because Pat Noonan just doesn't they 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 don't have as deep of a bench. No, they don't. And Columbus just play a beautiful style. I love the way that they play. I think it's when they keep possession like that, you, you give your, your team a better chance to win the game as long as you don't give the ball up in your defensive third like Farsi did and you got, mm-hmm. pit, you got punished for it. But I think this just goes to show that even though Cincinnati were phenomenal throughout the whole season and Lucho Acosta, who ran out of gas, he had nothing left. My man was cramping. Barriel also. Well, the, the throw in that they give away is Barriel trying to play out of the back and they can't combine. And it was, he's stretching, he's, he's trying to like just stretch his calf muscles, stop the play as much as he can. And Columbus didn't skip a beat. Ball went out, back in, they worked it around. It was an unsuccessful unsuc- attack. They regained around the box, whipped it out to Kevin Molino. And then that was Kevin Molino puts in a beautiful ball and Kucha lays it off. Um, they were. They were at a different energy level. They had the Nas button. Yeah, they had energy throughout the whole match. And I want to give extra credit to uh, Wilfred Nancy. I know we, we've talked a lot about Postacoglu and how brave Tottenham have played this season, continuing mm-hmm. to press forward, continuing to attack, continuing to play short passes when there's opportunities to shoot that maybe other teams would take earlier. Exactly what we're seeing from Columbus. Wilfred Nancy hasn't playing at a level of confidence, even at the end of matches, instead of that header going directly on the goal just to get a chance to be on goal. Cucho, their star player, sends it across for a, a wide-open uh, chance for Christian Ramirez. Those types of moments, that just goes to show how much of a unit they are, how well-trained and how well-disciplined they are. And to Absolutely go back incredible. to your point, Suze, Tim Bezbachenko pulling the strings behind the scenes because it's one thing to be a manager coaching your talent, getting them to play at their best. Mm-hmm. But Tim Bezbachenko to bring in Gressel, to bring in Rossi, to sell Zellerayan. Yeah. You're selling your best player midseason. Yeah. Just to get back mm-hmm. to MLS Cup, because you, you made the right adjustments around you and you trust in the manager. 
Gressel, phenomenal. Gressel, Gressel hasn't been starting on this team. Farsi has been outright starting over yeah. him for mm -hmm. the entire season. Not the entire season. I think Gressel, when he first came over from Vancouver, was was getting some starts, but Farsi then took over. That's yeah, incredible. I know. Farsi. It's it's pretty pretty remarkable. Um, let's let's uh, hit on the the Western Conference final. Alexis was there. Yeah. Was the, the good luck charm for LAFC apparently. But They're they me to the final. They they, <laughs> they started out this game uh, pretty well. We talked about the flares earlier earlier in the show. Look at this just haze of, of smoke. You said it though, Alexis, the 32-52. They bring it every single match. Those LAFC fans are no joke. It is impressive. I mean, I was sitting there. I couldn't, I was, this was the angle I was at and I couldn't see where the press boxes were. That's how, that's how much, when somebody says I want all the smoke, that's exactly and this is just about. such a smart play from Ryan Hollingshead, who is just an MLS veteran, knowing that Steve Clark's not going to step off his line, just moving and, inside the box. And it's a, a big, it's a big no-no from Stevie Clark. If you, as a goalkeeper, if you're not catching that, mm -hmm. that you have to parry that wide, or you punch it way far out of the box. So, I mean, it, you know, Steve Clark has made some big saves. Um, throughout his career in MLS mm -hmm. and, and with the Houston Dynamo, but there in the biggest moment, you, you, can't, you can't give LAFC a goal like that. I think watching this game back, like the, we talked so much about the Houston midfield and how outstanding mm -hmm. they, they have been. And to me, they just looked, they looked a little tired. In Flat. This one. It was like, Very. it just, it, I mean, you were there, yeah. Alexis, am I wrong? In no, that it was, one of the, what I kept noticing was Dorsey, typically I've seen when, when Houston attacks well, it's because Dorsey sort of can pro, push up against that back line. He had to keep coming back. He had to keep checking back in order to get into the play, into the ball. Center backs were constantly uh, pushing him forward more, but he wasn't able to get the ball. And it just seemed like they were sort of stuck in that midfield. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as LAFC got the ball, it seemed like, Houston got pinned all the way back yeah. into their half. It was, this could have been much worse for well, Houston. Well, Houston dominated possession in mm -hmm. this game, but their, I think, XG. Their yeah. XG was like .4 something. I mean, they, they just really were not creating at all. Fine, Carlos right Vela looked good as well. Um, About time. And, and I got to give a shout out to, to <laughs> the 32 because <laughs> because playing in those environments when you have the flares, that just to me, added that special element to the game. Mm -hmm. it, it made you, as a, as a home uh, team, you've seen the flares from the fans. That only gives you that extra juice. So shout out to the fans because they made that, and that environment and the special. The drums, the singing, the chanting. But to your point, 70% possession, 0.42 XG. Meanwhile, 30% mm -hmm. possession for LAFC, 2.3 XG. Yeah. So just goes to show when they got the ball, they were lethal. Mm -hmm. Houston had to hang on as long as they could and to concede right before halftime, it felt like they That's were brutal. punctured. You know, that they, they, they couldn't surpass that and they had to be, they weren't even, cre they weren't even creating danger. Mm -hmm. no. They were getting close, but they... Corey Baird wasn't, wasn't what we had seen from him in that middle part of the season where he was super effective making runs and behind and getting a lot of chances. He had one, but... In these type of games, yeah. you only get one. And it felt like sometime around the 80th minute, Hector Herrera started to play the dark art, started to try to draw some fouls, try to get some, you know, some dead balls going, and it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to keep it going. But I was like, ooh, wait a minute. He's starting to play that game. Hold up. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I'll yeah. tell you what, though. I'm so excited to watch this final because I, I really – I don't know – this could go either way. You can make a case for you. You've got the reigning champs against the Columbus crew at you going? home. Huh? This could be your first MLS Cup. You could be home. You going? I know. I know. I think I'm just going to be watching yeah. the, the rest of the, the world. 4 p.m. Eastern on Apple TV+. Plus. Are you going? Columbus crew taking on LAFC. You want to go? 
Maybe. Let's go. Yeah. I'll okay. go. Going? You going? I'm not doing anything this weekend. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> little Friday night boys trip. Uh, right. Are we driving there? Columbus? I'll drive. Oh my God, in your Tesla. Eight hours with a Lexus in the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Let's go. <laughs> no farting in my car. All right, guys, we're going to take a short break on Morning Footy, but plenty more to come when we return. Stay with us. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.